Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Fiction. Science fiction. Horror. Fantasy. Crime. LGBT. Thriller. You have now entered the house of mystery. With your hosts, Eric Shapiro, David North Martino, John Copenhaver, and Al Warren. Heard on KCB 106.5 FM Los Angeles, 102.3 FM Riverside, and 1050 AM Palm Springs. Here we are again with uh, Michael Rechtenwald, and uh, lately there's been a little bit of controversy there with you. Um, so you're um, a professor at NYU. We've had you on the show before. Great friend of the show. Yep. Um, so now um, you were making a plan to have Milo uh, be a speaker at one of your classes, I believe, right? That's right. So um, now... Um, the thing it's the whole thing's been cancelled and um, now the question is who was doing the cancelling we heard de Blasio we've heard the university um, right what, what is it in well, your uh, opinion well what I think what happened is that the university was looking for a way out but they didn't want to violate my academic freedom and the freedom, academic freedom of my students so they didn't want to cancel it uh, themselves. So I believe uh, they may have enlisted the mayor or, or or whatever to get him to take care of it, and so that the onus of uh, for canceling it was off of them. So I think it was a a very uh, you know it was an alibi that they were able to come up with uh, to say that the mayor had uh, requested the postponement. Uh, but a postponement really is a cancellation because the whole talk was themed around the holiday of Halloween, and so you know the talk is basically kaput. So, so what now? What exactly was the class that you were bringing it to? What kind of what subject or curriculum were they using? Well, it's a writing class, and uh, it's called academic writing, real world topics. It's named after my book by the same title. 
and uh, we deal with uh, like seven different uh, topics uh, with uh, multiple perspectives on each topic. Uh, so we, you know, di di uh, multiple disciplinary and critical perspectives on each topic, so that we look at uh, different issues from multi-perspectival, perspectival standpoints. And so I thought that uh, Milo spoke to issues of cultural change, in particular issues around cultural appropriation, which came up in the context of our discussion on global culture, a cross-segment called global cultures, or global culture. And I thought he would speak very well to those issues from a different perspective. Plus, I thought he would really be enjoyable to the students. He's quite a charismatic and uh, magnetic personality. And uh, he's a great writer. I, I can test to that myself because I've read a lot of his work. Wow. So then um, if you felt he fit your curriculum and would be a good right. guest... Um, wh yeah. why, why exactly did they not want him? Like, what was the excuse? Well, the excuse was that it was on Halloween, and uh, because of the Halloween parade later in the day, uh, much later in the day, and, uh, you know, those festivities, that it would be too much for the New York police to handle, uh, so that uh, there would be too much mayhem in the... Uh, on that day itself, but uh, you know that's not any real excuse for you know uh, for, for canceling something, especially where free speech is concerned. So it's a question of whether the First Amendment rights were violated in this case, especially since it came down from the mayor, uh, a political figure. What, well, what do you think is going to happen now? Like, where where are you? going to go from here how how is the uh, um, how is the response towards you itself well there were different contingents that had a different response uh, first of all I should note that I had about five times as many emails asking me if people you know, ask students asking if they could attend the class even though they weren't students in the class and so at least five times more Students, you know, asking, you know, I, I, I would really love to be there. Is there any way I can get in? And I wasn't allowed to let anyone else in, so I had to say no. Then, you know, there were a few, maybe a handful, if not less, uh, disgruntled people that said I was putting them in, you know, danger or something, and that they were being, the campus was being made unsafe uh, on the basis of Milo speaking there. And I've tried to make it clear that. The reason it's unsafe is has to do with the protesters who get violent, not, not Milo. He says nothing violent. And he doesn't do anything violent or, or uh, advocate violence or anything. It's, that it's them. Uh, it's the social justice left that is always totally responsible for violence. Uh, then I had, uh, you know, I thought that uh, my students in the class were having apprehensions about it, but then I found out they actually were very disappointed that the talk was canceled. They asked if he could come another time. Could he come and drop in on a Google Hangout during Monday's class? Uh, I know I heard that uh, they said that they were be call being called throughout the university the 14 and the chosen ones. 
because they were lucky enough to be uh, potential audience members of the uh, of Milo's talk. So, so there was two contingents. You have protest groups, you know, LGBT and uh, other groups complaining that they were going to be put, you know, their safety or something was being compromised by speech. Uh, and uh, you had a lot of pushback and uh, actual support from students around the university asking if they could come into the, into the classroom. Also, you know, feeling somewhat envious of the students who were going to be, be, who were going to be lucky enough to be there. So I found that very, very, very gratifying. You know, I'm not trying to bring an alt-right speaker to speak. Milo's been mischaracterized in every which way you can imagine. And uh, I certainly would never bring, you know, like a white nationalist to my classroom because I don't think they have anything to say. Milo is far from that. He's absolutely not a white nationalist. He's not a racist. I, I dare anybody to find a racist thing he's ever said. He's not... Not sexist, although he's a very fierce critic of feminism. That's not the same thing, uh, and so on. I think a lot of the statements about him, like for example, that he's a pedophile or he approves of pedophilia, is not that he was coping with his own abuse as a teenager uh, by a pedophile. So, you know, a lot of these things. If he were a leftist, all of these things would be forgiven. For example, leftist routinely on Twitter and on TV, even on The View, you know, joke about assassinating Trump, that if Milo makes a joke like that's slightly off color, he's, he's uh, you know, crucified for it, where there, nobody says anything about that, or if, uh, you know, Fonda, uh, I forget his first name, uh, Fonda's son says that, you know, uh, Trump's son should be put in a cage with pedophiles. Uh, you know, he's not even banned from Twitter. So, yeah, it's just a double standard. It's disgusting, and the names that are being thrown around are really, I mean, they just use names to dismiss people and to try to smear them. Uh, some people are trying to smear me, and, uh, you know, it's just really, first of all, they're wrong, and secondly, they're they're bearing false witness, and third, uh, they're just dismissing arguments by virtue of uh, calling people names, and they're not going to win that way. Yeah, it's very interesting, but Milo's led uh, quite a past, you know. Um, he also uh, really attacked a lot of people on uh, on Twitter and, oh, yeah. and, and did a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, that thing with the Twitter and Leslie Jones is not what it was meant out to be. That People were already attacking her. He didn't need some Twitter Twitterati to attack her. He came in later into the thing, and all he said was that she was illiterate and uh, had nothing to do with her race, but they called him a racist and got banned for that. Uh, you know, married to a black man, so, I mean, if he's a racist, he's a strange one. Uh, but, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a fierce cultural warrior. There's no question about it. Well, certainly been... And I, I don't defend everything he's ever said or even know everything he's ever said. I can't... I don't have time to research every utterance that Milo Yiannopoulos has ever... One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a... It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. 
Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, nor do I think that's my responsibility, even to bring him in. I don't think anybody gets that that kind of thorough vetting. I vetted the speech that he was going to give. I made sure that it had nothing objectionable in my mind, whether, he, you know, that it would, uh, uh, you know, unduly insult different people or anything like that, and I made sure that it didn't have anything like that, so and it, that it was valuable educational content and good writing. Are you going to go any further with this, then? Or are you going to try and... Uh get him back on in your class? I mean, at the very most, he might drop in on a Google Hangout or something like that. But I'm not going to try to arrange uh, another such uh, visit publicly, anything like that, that uh, sparks a protest and also gets all the press that has got. It's kind of the foment is past the... There's no... You know, it's out of sequence. It any any visit now would be completely out of sequence with the syllabus in terms of what the class is doing. It, it wouldn't make any sense. So it's, the time is really passed for that opportunity, and I'm afraid we're going to move on. So have you been threatened, or do you feel threatened by um, the people that don't like Milo or didn't like you having him invited on your show? Uh, I've gotten some emails that I would I would call threatening. Uh not too many, just a very, very small number. Uh, I do feel beleaguered on campus, but I felt that way for a while. Uh, however, like I'm very heartened by the support I've, I've been shown. People understand that uh, I wasn't endorsing everything that Milo's ever said. But my point of view was to bring a diverse perspective, you know, diversity of perspectives to the campus and. To do it with some color. I mean, Milo is a very 
he's a very flamboyant, colorful, interesting character, and uh, the students were very excited about meeting him. They they really wanted to uh, they really wanted to meet him, and uh, they were disappointed. So contrary to what the university is saying about how they were being subjected to some hate speech, which he never does. Uh, he doesn't engage in hate speech. Uh, he's critical, but that's, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, you, you want to hear some hate speech, listen to how many professors have sounded off about Trump in the last two years, saying everything imaginable about him. So, you know, there's just a total double standard on the left about all of these so-called protocols. Yeah, interesting, interesting uh, place we're in in the world. Um, yes. So, well, it's interesting because to be uh, to be on the left now is to be with the establishment, uh, and that makes it a very curious situation. I think the, the establishment is just solidly behind the social justice left. It is now a disciplinary ideology. That's what I think. Wow, yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting. Um, uh, you know, mind you, you know, just even on Facebook, I sure get countered a lot, just trying to uh, bring up a point. Um, so a lot of the right do just as much of the attacking, and I'm not on either side. Yeah, I'm. I'm for myself. I'm also a centrist. Um, I'm a cultural libertarian and a centrist. I I don't like the. You know, I pretty much. I'm a, I call it a radical centrist because it seems to be a radical position not to be uh, not to be head over heels in outrage all the time, you know. Yeah. Which I'm not. I just I just find all the outrage mongering to be ridiculous, and uh, I don't want to engage in that. I think it's dumb, and it doesn't further anything, conversation or anything else. It doesn't further politics. It just puts us in a kind of a you know we're we're kind of in a lock lockstep sort of uh, dance with the two sides and they're, you know, they're, some, they're sort of like feeding each other very you know, sort of dialectical relationship, I think. Uh, yeah, I see quite often they go back and forth and they don't really discuss a subject. They put each other down. Yeah, it's a bunch of name-calling. And I'd say the left is worse at this point with the name-calling and they also have the the establishment behind them, they have the, most of the major mass media, they have all of the academy, they have most of the culture industry, they have everything but the, the bare bones of the political, uh, uh, political uh, elected office. Everything but that they have. Pretty amazing story. Um, well, um, you, and you're, the last time you were on the show, I know the... Uh, um, about your snowflakes book, the uh, springtime for yes. snowflakes, that's uh, right. entered the top ten for the year for iTunes playouts. So it's uh, had a big response. I didn't know that. That's really great. Yeah, wow. we, we just found that out last week. I just got the twelve shows in, so it's it's doing really really well, and we're re repeating it. We're going to rerun it for people that missed it. And, oh, that's uh, great! That's great to hear. But, uh, but Michael, anytime you need something, or anytime you want to talk about something, uh, just let me know. Um, this will be a short sure. And uh, please forgive me for some of my fans. But, uh, sometimes they can get rough, oh. but I don't. Uh, 
I, I, I don't, uh, you know, I'm not endorsing that either. So No, I, they're, they're mad and they think I'm coming from the left and attacking it. It's like, no, I, I will call a spade a spade. Uh, if, if I think yeah. something's silly or, or if I say something, I just say it. It's nothing to do with yeah. any political. Right. I don't like either side. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I hear you. You know, I hear you. Uh, but um, anyway, um, so what, what we're going to do is this will be, of course, on our show on quite a few of them. I'll run it all week. And this will be run by NBC News Talk on all NBC radio stations. Uh, they'll cut up and put parts all through the news. Oh, that's fantastic. So that's you'll, great. you'll get a lot of airplay through the news. All the different stations will connect it to their news break every hour. So you'll get, um, hopefully, positive feedback from it. Thanks, Alan. That's great. Well, that's fantastic. That's what I do. Um, and like I said, I, I'm trying to be rational. We all do here, at, at our team yeah. anyway, in our show. And anytime you've got something, yeah. uh, by all means, hit, hit me up. I don't mind helping either way. Um, uh, thanks, Alan. I really appreciate that. That's great to know. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Yeah, because we're we're all Thank in you. this. We're all in this together. So that's the whole idea. Yeah, I'm trying to have a rational. I'm, I'm trying to have people see things rationally too. Uh, for example, the idea that somebody's speech. Even especially when they don't really, they never say hate, hateful things, but they're critical. That that somehow can be like uh, violence is just ridiculous, you know. Yeah. And instead of that, the people react with violence, and then they call that okay, you know. So it's just, it's just crazy. I just don't understand the yeah, it's a different how, how real real violence can be uh, can be exonerated and speech can be condemned as violence. Yeah totally different generation we're dealing with the young younger right. ge generation is not seeing things the way the the rest of us have lived so that's right it's really tough to explain and i really hope that it doesn't come to a real violent um upbringing where a lot of people get hurt and killed not for this but for something yeah. and then you kind of go wow right. you know it's an awful way to learn it is. I'd hate to see a civil war come into, uh, you know, even 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 if we had like disparate little uh, guerrilla uh, warfare here and there. I think that would be pretty bad. And I'm yeah. afraid that it could happen. If we're not careful. Yeah, that's probably more of what I'd see coming too, because of the, uh, the frustrations by people, the, the pipe bombs and the synagogue and all these things that continue. Um, yeah. I, I don't see it stopping. I see it continuing and probably being more like guerrilla warfare. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. I totally condemn violence. Yeah, there's absolutely no place for it, you know. We have too right. much. We have too much and we have too many smart people and too many good things here that we can uh, work to make it better. And that's what everyone right. should be focused on, not... The, these stupid things. Um, yeah. But, you know, hey, it's all good. <laughs> I tell yeah, myself. We'll be all right. I think we'll be all right so yeah. far. You know, I think we're going to make it through this stuff. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's going to, I hope so, um, for the kids' sake. Right, exactly. You know, well, anyway, like I said, thank you. I'll get this to the edit room. Thank I'll, you very much, Alan. I appreciate it. Yeah, take care of yourself. Thank you, I will. You too. Bye now.
To find out more about our show, guests, or to listen to past shows from our archive, please go to www.houseofmysteryradio.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Well, good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back.